Cuba, people have an expression, tu eres sueso. It means, are you Swedish? But what they really mean to say by it is, are you stupid like a Swede? Having in mind the average Swedish voter, we know too many in that country have a couple of screws loose in their heads. But not all Swedes are stupid. Some of them will tell you the truth, like the woman I met in the Arctic North. It was on a hike along Sweden's 440 kilometer long King's Trail, or the Kungsleden, which runs through Europe's last vestige of wilderness, a home to wild moose, bears and lynxes, and the occasional Sami tribe, the native Laplanders. The hike rewards the wanderer with breathtaking views, desolate valleys, wild streams of melting snow that debouch into lakes and rivers. These are the veins that have provided for the Sami and their reindeer herds for thousands of years. Traveling this far north felt like a homecoming, as if walking on top of the world. There were no roads here, only footpaths. This part of the world didn't have any pollution. There's no industry here. There were no cars, not even the sound of one. I met people living out here, sustaining themselves on smoked salmon in the summer and reindeer meat for the winter. The water from the streams was so fresh you could stick your cup in it and drink it without having to purify it. Then imagine most of Europe used to be like this before the industrial age. After a few days hike, I arrived at Toysa Jaure, a settlement of three log cabins, two of them reserved for travelers, and a woodwork shop, at the foot of a hill by a waterfall in a valley between two mountain ridges along a broad stream of water, a Nordic paradise. To get across this river, I'd have to paddle a small boat the next morning. I pitched my tent close to the riverbed, and that night, while I was walking outside, a woman from Stockholm came over to bring me some tea. It was raining, but gently. Deep blue clouds had gathered to cover the impressive mountains everywhere around us. I told her I'd come here because I was fed up of modern society. I said I wanted to feel the world, and she instantly understood. Something moved her to change the topic to something more serious, but cautiously, as if to test whose side I was on. She mentioned how strange it was that so many immigrants from Muslim countries were coming over to Sweden. She clearly wasn't one of those liberal Swedes who welcomed them in. And the story she told me next is the truth about Sweden. For centuries, Sweden had always been Scandinavia's regional superpower. Norway existed practically solely to supply Sweden with its low-wage labor. Norway used to be a third world country back then, and during the winter time, cut off from the outside world, many Norwegians died of starvation each year. But Swedes felt superior. They were Northern Europe's military, financial and cultural center. But then, in 1969, Norway struck oil at the bottom of the sea. Denmark had once sold it for just a bottle of champagne. The Norwegians never emptied that bottle but they did set out to haul in over a trillion dollars worth of oil, so much it could afford every Norwegian citizen alive today at least $150,000 of free spending budget. You can guess what happened next. The status quo changed. Norwegians, now rich like trolls, no longer felt taking up Sweden's low-wage jobs. As oil kept flowing, the flow of Norwegian labor migrants 
to Sweden began drying up. Now Swedes came begging for much better paid jobs they hoped to land in Norway. Each summer tens of thousands of Swedish youths crossed the border to their neighbors looking for jobs they think will make them rich like a troll. Many have emigrated permanently. The Norwegian capital of Oslo alone now counts over 50,000 Swedish guest workers, over 10% of the city's population. But now that neither Norwegians nor Swedish youths are available to do the unwanted jobs in Sweden, Sweden was headed for economic catastrophe. In addition to the overall decline of Western economies relative to the rest of the world, Sweden was effectively forced to open its borders to immigrants from the third world. Because only people from the poorest landfills of the world were still willing to slave away at jobs richer Scandinavians weren't willing to do anymore. And that's the real reason Sweden wants the whole world to think it has become such a progressive, enlightened and liberal country. That way, Swedes can continue to pretend they're still a regional power. Perhaps it's just a coincidence that Sweden today is Europe's largest weapons manufacturer and the number one exporter of bullets and bombs to the Middle East and the number one client of Saudi Arabia. Maybe it's just a coincidence that Sweden's most influential bankers are the Wallenberg family and that their businesses employ almost 40% of Sweden's industrial workers. Move along, folks. There's nothing to see here.